0: Welcome to Multifaceted Mama, an Angeluna podcast, with your favorite spiritual badass boss bitch Jess. I'm an energy healer and a spiritual mentor, along with all the other facets that make up me. Like a diamond, I'm everything, and so are you. You're here to get your daily energetic blast of empowerment and spiritual knowledge. Let's get started. Okay guys, so we're going to do a little bit of a different episode today, and I'm so fucking excited about this. Um, I've been thinking about all of the facets of Angeluna and things are really rapidly shifting around here. I think we're maybe in store for a slight rebrand and that's an understatement. Um, (laughs) a lot's changing. There's a lot more fire involved and, um, I've just been kind of thinking about all the facets of it and I wanted you guys to start to kind of be able to get to know, what shamanism is, what astrology is, you know, what Reiki is. So I'm going to be doing a couple episodes about like what the technical, like what are these things? Um, And I talk a fuck ton about astrology and it's such an important part of my life and it's such a big part of my client container session and just really like every aspect of life. So we're not going to do an energy read today. We are going to dive right in to our astrology episode. And I also felt like it was a more lighthearted topic. And I think that we need some like fun, lighthearted shit that everybody kind of just like has a million questions about, doesn't fully understand. There's so much crap on the internet about astrology. Like we all know like what our sun sign is. We all know about like the actual astrological signs are right um so today i'm actually going to skip going over the signs so like are you an aries taurus gemini cancer leo virgo libra scorpio sagittarius capricorn aquarius pisces because those are things that are actually very easily looked up on the internet and i feel like a lot of people know um a lot about what those things are and it's all the other things that people are super fucking confused about um so i'm going to explain a little bit about how i got into astrology so i feel like a lot of people think spirituality and astrology go together Um, and oftentimes people who are very spiritual are into astrology Um, however you don't have to be spiritual to be into astrology Um, so astrology it is more than a science but there are parts of it that feel very very scientific because there's a pattern there's there are different methods to um, reading a natal chart and all of these other things there are also different types of astrology but being spiritual and being a spiritual mentor it kind of just started to become a normal thing that i'd be like oh like let me look up the, the big three or like let me let's understand a little bit more about this or that and it just made so much more sense than, you know, kind of like just dabbling to actually start taking classes in astrology. So I started taking classes in astrology about a year and a half ago, and my life has never been the same. It's been absolutely such an amazing journey. Um, I take these courses with Georgia. She has her own Institute of Astrology and I will leave her um, tags and stuff in the show notes below so that you guys can look her up or even start taking courses with her yourself. I'm actually on top of the courses in a monthly container with her where we do an astrological check-in in terms of whatever I need, relationship, business, friendship, spirituality, whatever the fuck it is. So astrology kind of, literally kind of, astrology covers your entire life, right? So astrology is so much more than the daily horoscope. So today we're going to go over um, right past the basics, right? And to me, the basics are you know the sun signs, or like what your sun sign is, what your moon, what your ascendant are, right? Um, so we're not going to go through the astrological signs, as I said. You guys, guys can look that one up. We're going to go over the planets. We're going to go over the houses. We're going to go over one of the charts that are at the bottom of the natal chart that you guys probably look at and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" But that's it. We're going to do right past the basic today because I feel like that's really all you need to be like, you know what? Let me start to dabble for myself. However there are so many parts that go into a natal chart that you really need to look at the chart as a whole rather than individual pieces. But for now, you can start looking at the individual pieces to build up the whole. So let's start with what the fuck is astrology and what the fuck is a natal chart? Because I feel like some of you are going to be like, what the hell is the natal chart? So the natal chart is actually that pie-shaped graph looking thing. It's not actually a graph. When you go on like astroseek.com or astro.com and you're like, hey, this is like my place of birth and my time of birth and blah, blah, blah. And they show you this like pie chart. So (laughs) that is your natal chart. It is a snapshot of the sky, the moment and in the exact position and place that you were born. Literally like look up at the sky. It's a snapshot of the sky and where all the planets were the moment you were born which is why it's so important to know your time of birth and your place of birth because you really can't know your entire chart as a whole if you don't know those things um you can work with it of course but there are like you won't know what's what falls in what house or whatever which you don't understand right now anyway moving on getting ahead of myself that's the natal chart it's a snapshot of the sky the moment that you were born so there are, again, so many types of astrology, but we are just going to look into the basic, like, all-encompassing. We're not going to talk about, like, business astrology or karmic astrology or anything like that. Um, astrology is not like a card pull or energy work. While these those things are very, very real, this is something that you can physically see with your own eyes and then correlate to your actual life events. Um, that have happened in the past because there are ways to look at that and that will happen in the future and simply how you um, go about life how you react to things in life what can be helpful for you uh, so on and so forth Um, and like I said there are methods to astrology there are patterns there there's tangible hardcore information that comes out of this I actually like to say it's a blueprint of who you are um (laughs) <laughs> Which is like a little bit creepy if you think too hard about it, especially if you go for um, a hardcore astrological reading, like an in-depth reading. You kind of look at the chart afterwards, and you're like, uh, "We, we are in the matrix. Like, <laughs> there's a blueprint of me in the sky." Um, but I digress. So I will say one thing before we start to get into the pieces of a natal chart and the parts of a natal chart. If you're going to go for an astrological reading, you need to be going to somebody who knows their fucking shit, okay? Because it's really easy to look at a natal chart and say like, oh, like you're a Cancer, so you're super fucking emotional when really Cancers actually have their emotions behind this like deep, dark, hard shell. Don't show them to everybody. And like maybe they have Capricorn opposing their Cancer, so their Capricorn overtakes their Cancer and they're not a crier. Hello. That is me. So you don't want somebody who's got this like basic understanding of astrology and not looking at the entire chart and just looking at pieces of it to give you incorrect information. So if you're going to go for an astrological reading, you want to go to somebody that has really, really studied this like Georgia, which is why I trust her so much. It's why I trust her to teach me. I don't offer astrological readings because I feel like there's just so much more to know. I can definitely sit down in a shamanic healing session or in a container client session and we can use the the chart itself as a tool based off of like what we're doing. But even I myself, who's been looking at studying this for a little while now, don't feel comfortable enough being like, yeah, let me look at your chart and tell you everything about you because there's just a lot to know. And that's why you need to be really sure you're, you're dealing with somebody who knows their shit. Okay. We're going to get going here with the informational portion of the episode and I'm going to start to explain stuff to you. <laughs> so, we're going to start with the planets and what each of them mean. Okay. So, each of the planets basically represents a part of our human makeup. This this is literally like physical to spirituality and everything in, in between. Each planet's going to represent like a part of us. Um, and I'm going to start with the big three because I think a lot of people understand what those are. And then we're going to go into the rest of the planets. The big three though, one of them is the line of AC or the ascendant. That's not a planet. That is just the line of AC that runs through the center of your chart horizontally. Um, and I'll explain what that means in a second. So we're going to start with the sun. The sun is self-awareness. It's who we are. And it's the, it's like the planet that's like me. It's like, what's your gift to the world going to be? And it's it's like how you grew up, um, what started what started you, and like, who, who the fuck are you? Okay, so that's the sun. We're going to go to the moon. The moon is your emotions, your instinctual health, how do you nurture others. Um, it's like, I, I see the moon as you behind closed doors, because it's not something everybody's going to witness all the time. It's going to be your really close people. It's going to be how you perceive yourself more so, and yeah. So the next would be the line of AC. So the third of the big three, your line of AC is going to show you, or your, the sign on your AC is going to show you what is your driving force in life. And it's going to, it's going to also be how others see you. So aside from those, we have a bunch of other planets, excluding the North node and Chiron. We're not really going to get too much into those today because that is karmic astrology. And we want to do basically the basics. Um, there's a lot we can understand from looking at our sun our moon and our ac but the other planets fucking round everything out and you'll see why when i explain what each of them represents so we've heard about mercury i feel like a lot of people if they're going to look up anything outside of the top three it might be like your chiron your north node and your mercury because When we're in a mercury retrograde it's really useful if you're in the spiritual community you kind of want to know like i'm sure it's come up in other people's pages other people's podcasts like where does your mercury fall because it's going to kind of help you figure out how a mercury retrograde is going to go for you Um, but mercury the planet is the planet of communication like all communications venus is the planet of love and relationships i perceive it as the divine feminine planet mars is your drive and your zest for life like your aggression anger, sex, all of those things fall under the planet of Mars, and I see it as a divine masculine planet. Jupiter, our beliefs, it's how we see spirituality, it's our integrity, all the things that fall under our beliefs, that's Jupiter. Saturn, Saturn actually might be another one of the ones that you might have looked up or heard of because... Saturn return is a real thing, and I feel like a lot of people understand what that is. If you don't, I am going to explain it really quick because it is kind of important and it affects us massively. Saturn return is, first of all, each of these planets takes a certain number of years to get back to the place it was when you were born right so that's what a saturn return is it's saturn returning to the place it was at when you were born and it takes 29 years to come back around right so that's why when we're around 29 years old we're like why the fuck why is everything blowing up oh my god my life like things are falling away i'm being pushed in different directions it's because you're in your saturn return bitch your life's exploding so that i can fall back together it's going to push you to do the things right so that's what saturn's actually all about It's the lessons for this life. It's the planet that's going to kick your fucking ass if you don't do what you're supposed to do over and over again until it kicks you in the ass and you do exactly what you're meant to do. Right. So then we're going to move on to Uranus. This is innovation and spontaneous expansion. This planet is the planet that literally it's like all of a sudden you just woke the fuck up and you don't know why something's probably going on with that planet. We're gonna move on to Neptune. This is transcendence, idealism, spirituality, mysticism, action. Then on to Pluto. This is notoriously a darker planet. This is the planet that's all about death and rebirth. Obviously, we're gonna go into transformation from there, power. There's a lot of destruction here. The United States is currently in its Pluto return. Last time Pluto was here, it was 1776, and we signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> so transformation. It also makes sense with everything that's going on in our country right now. If you're in the United States or outside of it, I mean, you obviously know what's going on here. There's a lot of chaos, madness. Uh, cha- you can literally feel change in the air. Um, and uh, Pluto's bringing it. Pluto's bringing it. Um, onward. I am going to explain what the North Node is because people do ask about it. It's our destiny. It's where you're going in this life. It's your mission. And if you were wondering about Chiron, it's the uh, most recent previous lifetime. It's like where you're coming from. Um, Again, that's karmic astrology. So we're going to move on swiftly. Um, We are now going to move into the houses. Okay, so if you're looking at your natal chart... You can see, I'm looking at a natal chart, as we speak on a piece of paper, like an ancient human being, because I'm using all my other devices to record this episode. Um, If you look at your chart, you can see in that circle, that look at pie graph looking thing, you see your planets, right? And they all fall into an astrological sign, which is what you see on the outside, right? So you're gonna see like Sagittarius, Scorpio, Libra, all of those things. On the inside, there are little, like pizza shaped looking triangles. (laughs) Each one of those are the houses, and they run counterclockwise. There are a lot of things about the natal chart that might feel backwards, and if you didn't know it, um, it's confusing because think about it, you're looking at a snapshot of the sky. You're not looking down, you're looking up, so it's backwards. So east is west, north is south, and we're running counterclockwise with the houses. So the houses are going to represent parts of your life and the planets falling into these houses, as well as coupled with the signs that the houses are in, are going to round out the chart. So the first house is personal identity. It's also the way you were born. Um, Like, did you come into the world and, you know, did you like fly out of your mom (laughs) and it was like a super easy birth? Or was it a really, really difficult birth? Um, And that's going to kind of project also certain things about your chart. Uh, Planets in this house are really, really important because it's your personal identity. It's going to be the way that um, you see yourself and like the way that you're going to do things in this life also. The second house is the house of abundance, it's how you deal with money and physical things. And The third house is communication so like networking sales the way your brain works siblings this is notoriously the house of the sibling the fourth house is your roots it's the house of the parents and just side note all of these houses actually have a lot more that goes into them these are just like the main things that you're going to like really be like okay like when we're talking about the fourth house we're first going to think the house of the roots the house of the parents but there is more there are more parts to each house um The fifth house is romance, romance, not marriage. It's the house of recreational sex. It's the house of ego drive. It's the house of pleasure. The sixth house is the house of rituals and rules. It's the house of service. The seventh house is the house of relationships. This is the house of marriage. It's also the house of contracts. Think about it, marriage and contract. It's the house of cooperation. Again, very marriagey house. It is the house of the marriage. The eighth house are all the things people don't like to talk about. So if you have like a lot of planets in your eighth house or if like your sun is in your eighth house, like you are somebody who's going to be really comfortable talking about transformation, death, sexuality, like drugs, all the things that the occult, things that people don't, are not comfortable with, you're comfortable with. Um, that's the eighth house. The ninth house is the house of intuition and like the creativity inside of you. And it's the, the thi- all the things that you can't touch beliefs, philosophy, all of those things. The 10th house is all about you as an individual. How do people view you? Um, As Georgia puts it, it's the house of the CEO. (laughs) The 11th house is the gateway to the 12th house. And you'll understand why I say that in a minute. It's the house of community. It's the house of friendship. It's the house of dreams. The 12th house and the last house is the house of everything else that is not physically in the 3D. It's all the things we don't see. Um, we do have other houses that deal very greatly with spirituality, but the 12th house is all of it. It's just absolutely all of it. All the things you can't see is in there in the 12th house. Um, and it lines right up, obviously it comes right around to the first house after the 12th house. So the thing is each house is the door to the next house, but 11 to 12 is just so major for all the things that you don't see and the spirituality aspect of it so those are the 12 houses 12 houses and depending on where um, your planets fall what house they fall in again and like what sign that house is in it's going to affect your chart um, differently it's going to this is what creates you as a human and this is why you are so intricate because you have all these different layers and all these different parts So there is more that goes into obviously the needle chart that we're not gonna speak about today. So today we just covered the planets and the um, houses wow total brain blank there the houses and the planets we covered we chatted a little bit about what the big three are and how the entirety of the natal chart works because really that's what you need to do is you need to be looking at your chart as a whole in the beginning you're going to look at it in pieces and start to put it all together for yourself and the best way to learn astrology is just continuously look at your chart look at other people's chart get involved with astrological class you can buy books and do whatever it is that you want to do however you feel comfortable learning I definitely recommend getting into this um, even a little bit if you're curious about it because it really does help you map certain things out. And truly, it really has changed many, many parts of my life and it's shed a lot of light and also brings healing. This is the thing about astrology. Yeah, you know, we read about the horoscopes and, you know, I use it in client sessions um, sometimes to look at the basics of who this human is that I'm working with, but it also can really shed light on your past if you're looking to do a crazy in-depth astrological reading um, with an astrologer who knows how to do karmic astrology or who knows how to read the akashic and can combine the two like that's a georgia does that and you really want to get like kind of down and dirty with your chart it can bring a lot of healing it can tell you a lot of shit about yourself your past life it can even kind of lead to you know ancestral healing that needs to get done which is such a beautiful, amazing thing. And it really does um, kind of lead your life in very different directions. Sometimes in really magical directions, you didn't even see yourself going down because now you have this basic, um, basic, but also deep understanding of yourself. It also sheds lights on part of yourself that you weren't aware existed, like subconsciously. Sometimes you look at your chart or you have somebody, you know, you have a reading And the astrologer will say to you, you know, did you know that, you know, this, this, and this is the way you process emotion? And you might say, actually, this is the way I react to something. And the truth is, you have a planet that's unintegrated, and that's why sadness, that's why grief, or that's why, you know, joy, something doesn't come as easy to you as it should or doesn't look like. Um, or doesn't, I'm sorry, doesn't come to you as it looks in your chart because you have an unintegrated planet and bam, that's something that you can work on and it can change your entire life. So there's so much beauty that can come from looking into your uh, natal chart. It's really a beautiful thing. So I'm going to leave you guys with that today. I feel like you kind of have a lot of fun stuff that you can do. I am going to give you some homework. I, even if you do it once, would love for you to get on astro.com and look up your own chart. There are also ways to find out your birth time. If you don't know your birth time, some people have it on their birth certificate. You can call the town hall for the town you were born or even the hospital. Um, We spent uh, forever and ever not knowing John's, my husband's birth time, which was so painful for me (laughs) because I'm looking up everybody else's charts Um, and I couldn't look up my fucking husband's until I called the hospital who did not have his birth time. I then called town hall because the hospital directed me there and boom, they had it. All of a sudden, his birth chart's fucking right in front of me. Absolutely amazing. So fun. Um, so look up your chart, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. I'm so grateful I got to share space with you all today. You can keep up to date on all this multifaceted mama's happenings by following me on Facebook and Instagram at Angeluna Energy, or check me out at angelunaenergy.com and look for my weekly podcast drop. Can't wait to speak with you all again.